All right. You're listening to the music show on 88.3 FM New Orleans, WRBH. As always, I'm your host, Charlie. Yes, Stephen. Well, my name is Stephen Winfield Richardson. Okay. And so SWR, and uh, so we have Sunny Winfield Recording, because this recording studio is bathed in sunlight pretty much all day long. And well, that, the day, the part of the day where we have sunlight, this place is filled. All right. Which is lovely. It's good. Well, I like this the space. We were uh, just here much of last week preparing for a show at the Music Box Village where you also do sound. Yes. And it was, uh, it was a great show. Yeah, it was a great show. And that's how I got acquainted with this place. And I have to say, you're right. It is very sunny and it's pretty magical. So uh, good work on those fronts. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, when I walked in here for the first time, I was just like, oh, wow, nice. It just, and just every day that I've been here, I just felt this amazing energy from the sun that just fills the whole space. And, you know, you just wake up and you're filled with the energy of the earth and the universe, and you're just like ready to create. Word. Yeah. And uh, tell us about a little bit more about the fact that you know this is this isn't just a studio that you're doing here. I mean, it's not at least not in the traditional sense. Uh, your your vision is a little bit more broad in scope. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to get folks together to make records, do collaborations. Uh, really looking to put products in people's hands. I want to see people be able to really accomplish their dreams and get to that next step. So I do everything from video production to live concert recordings, live concert filming, studio recording, all of that. It's all quite a great time. And yeah, just get people together and just do the things that are really going to get them to that next step in their dream. Or that sounds like a, an ambitious goal. And uh, so far, how, do, how have you found your 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 status and furtherance of that goal? I feel like it's been really successful. I have my favorite thing that people have told me consistently over the years <clears throat> was that. Oh man, that recording! Like, like we've gotten so many gigs off of that recording. Like, I took your recording and I sent it to all of these different concert promoters, and every one of them started giving me gigs, and that's how I started getting more and more gigs, that's you know, awesome. furthering their dream. And that's that's the number one thing that all this about. Like, everything for me has always been one gig to an, leads to another. So you just bring your whole self and your whole being to everything that you do, each thing, each collaboration, every moment, and that will lead you to the next. I believe in that, and I believe I can see that working for you in your daily life. 
That's pretty cool. Um, we're down here in the, uh, I guess we're technically in the, no, we're in the bywater. Yeah, this would be the bywater. Yeah, we're, we're down here in the bywater. And um, so you, you've converted sort of a house uh, into a studio, a, to a two-level studio, right? Yeah. Uh, it's pretty, it's, tell us about how this, prod how this current iteration came about. Um, this current iteration came from over, I've been into classic studios for a very long time. Um, and every studio that I've checked out to work at, initially, uh, I was going for studios that were designed by John Stoick, who made Jimi Hendrix's Electric Ladyland. Ah. And so I only was applying, when I, got, when I was in, at the end of college, I only applied to, I met him, he came to my college, he gave a lecture, and it was just like, wow, this guy's amazing. He really is taking studios to the next level. And so I only applied to studios that were designed by him. Nice. And got into a bunch of them, got to go around and tour a bunch of them, got really inspired by all of that. And then I went on to work at some of those spaces, and that was a lot of fun. And then built a whole nother space based on uh, Rick Rubin's personal likings about studios. And that was a really fun studio to build. Where was that? Uh, that was in Malibu. This, it's, this spot's not there anymore, but it was called the Document Room. In California? Yeah, in Malibu. And it was just right out on the ocean. It was so beautiful. And part of what I learned from that space was the amazingness of the view and everything that you saw outside of the studio. Uh, I really, really enjoyed that. And that place was a destination studio. It was kind of part of their niche. Mm -hmm. And I really dug that. I thought that was beautiful. Um, I have sought to have re my recording studio have very much that outside vibe and just being connected. And so, like, just we're, you notice, like, when we go out the control room, we're just a few footsteps. Like, in under 20 footsteps, we can be outside at any point when we're here. It's true. It's true, and it's uh, and it's got it does have as you mentioned earlier have a lot of sunlight coming through. It's a very pleasant atmosphere to be creative in. Um, <clears throat> so, how did you get started in music production? Uh, before, I mean, when was your first interest in it? Uh, was it as a kid or? Yeah, as a little kid, I was you know making mixtapes, my my own mixtapes of just things I enjoyed listening to, so I could have my Walkman and just walk around and listen to my music all day. So when I was on the way to school and, you know, I was going to elementary school and middle school, I was always listening to my own mixtapes every day. Um, and in middle school, I started my first band. I still play with that band. Um, What's it called? We, we have so many silly names over the years. Um, but uh, if you look at, on the internet, you'd find us as, uh, I, I have it called a fat and old right now. Because oh, nice. uh, we've been a band for like 20, geez, like 24 years right now. Yeah. And so we started when we were 12, and wow. it's just gone on from there. It's my best buddy, Todd McClure. 
Okay. Is uh, we he local here? Nah, uh, this is back in Delaware, and yeah. man, like we were, so like the recording stuff. I I just started recording everything that we, I have like our very first jam session. Yeah. To, you know, almost every jam session we've ever have I've recorded, and usually I used to record them all. As a kid, I'd, uh, they were all done on a cassette deck yeah. with a mic, one microphone, and you just found that spot in the room where you could put a microphone and it picked up everybody mm-hmm. those are good spots those are good spots to find and like if you can keep <laughs> finding those spots really it really like yeah like it really just makes the whole recording like you're just like oh man like this sounds i'm there yeah. and to me that's that's what you want yeah i want that sound of you being in the room next to the magic and feeling it and there's really nothing like capturing that moment. Um, you know, from myself, I know playing a song, you know, hundreds and hundreds of times you sometimes will play a song that you write with your band, and there's those times that are like, that's, wow. Like, that's the best we've ever played that song. Like, mm-hmm. man, we just took that, we not only nailed all of the hits and all the accents, but, man, we really went beyond yeah we just took that song beyond and to really get those takes you just have to you know keep playing keep feeling and keep rolling so you got to keep the tape rolling and that's how you get those magical moments so that got me a lot into live recording um which also came from my love for motown and uh how barry gordy who's just an absolute genius and pioneer, a big part of their thing was they had their artists were all out gigging all the time in Detroit on Motor City doing it up, and they'd get them right off the gig, right off stage, right into the studio. Their studio at Motown ran 24 hours, 24-7. Uh, it just never stopped. That's crazy. They said that they never, for the like the 15 years or 20 years or whatever, I, I think it was like 15 years or something, that they were at that location. They never locked the front door. What? It, it, they were because they were at that active. There's they were that active. They just that. never stopped. They just kept that live energy rolling, and wow, that's just the best way that I can think of you know, living life. Um, so back in January when I was getting ready to get this studio space, I didn't know about this space yet, and I knew I wanted to get a spot. And so I grew up idolizing all these, like, hearing about, like, all these mythical studios. Muscle so, Shoals. Yeah. Fame Studios. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like the other ones you were talking about, like uh, Chess Sun, Records, yeah. Sun Records, yeah, uh, Memphis Recording, uh, Sun Records, the original spot, man, we're like, you know, Stacks, yeah, Stacks, Soulsville, USA, like, ah. So I went around the country over New Year, right after like New Year's Day, I left out of New Orleans and I went to all of these studios. I drove all the way up to Chicago and Detroit and Nashville and Memphis and Cincinnati went to the site of King Records. Um, A big part of it for me was to see the physical building 
and go like, okay, I you know, get that sense of space and structure. Like, what were they talking about? Like, when I've watched all these interviews, watched all these documentaries about all these different places, like going to Muscle Shoals and seeing the studio from the outside, from the inside, from the front, um, and going inside and seeing the construction of the, the in, like the, the live room, the control room, the basement below it, mm-hmm. um, how like everything about the foundation of these studios, um, the walls, the angle of the walls, the different textures of the surfaces of you know like floor ceiling walls, yeah, everything about it, the yeah. baffling. The way uh, they're different places that they all got their reverb, uh-huh. and what made them unique as a space, as an entity, uh, like these like sacred spaces that you have stuff like you know, Chuck Berry doing Johnny Be Good, and you have just like the Rolling Stones coming over and making one of their first records, and the Beatles coming over to come and make their, one of their first records. They're both of these amazing icons, like, and all these other classic artists that are just the absolute pioneers of all of this and seeing what the space that they, they were, like, the Beatles and the Stones were all, like, the first thing they did when they got to America, they went to Chess Records. Right. You know, they went to the space that, their idols made the yeah the where the record their well, yeah everything that inspired them to be them where that came from and so to go to all these different places and you see them and you like you're like oh this is the room that <laughs> you know Leonard Skinner did Sweet Home Alabama and and Sweet Home out like lines and like well Muscle Shoals has got the Swampers like mm-hmm. and realizing the Swampers are a studio band that just have this groove and mm-hmm. feel that just moves music mm-hmm. and created so many classic hits. And Aretha's doing her st- time with them and just all the Stones. And I had just recorded a thing, it was an amazing show that had somebody sing Wild Horses on. And it was incredible, and it was very moving, and it had really been like, wow. Like, that was like the most incredible performances I've ever heard, and this, it's just so magical. And then going to the studio, and they're like, oh, yeah, and the Stones signed up for three days here, and they thought they'd do one song. They ended up doing three songs, Brown Sugar, Wild Horses, and a third song, which I couldn't remember right now, but... Two of their is this like Muscle big, Shoals or? yeah, Muscle Shoals sound, yeah, and which is out in a, just outside of, uh, just outside of actual Muscle Shoals, which is funny yeah. when you go there, you realize uh, Muscle Shoals Studio is in Florence, which is like five to ten, fifteen minutes away from <laughs> Muscle funny. Shoals, that's funny. and that's where fame, fame is in Muscle Shoals. But then Rick Hall moved out to yeah, yeah it, so it's just yeah. You know, I interviewed Rick Hall on this show. Oh man! Before he passed, that'd be great. Yeah, I just He's I just got his book. Uh, I got to go see yeah the new the, it was in promo of that new book that he came. Man, I ha- I, I have that. Uh, it's on the sh- 
Yeah, it's on the shelf in the other. It's in, in in the control room in the bookshelf in there. I have his book and I'm really like just. I, so that was the other thing this year. I've just been like reading about all these classic engineers yeah. from like Glenn Johns, Rick Hall, uh, just Chief getting Emory. just so deep into their whole. Uh, Barry, I got Barry Gordy's book. Oh yeah, and learning everything I can from like these these monster geniuses that yeah, yeah. innovated everything and made it all happen. And yeah, that's cool. You got to study yeah. the masters. Yeah, like so many dreams that they for so many people that they were able to help make come true. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the that, real leaders and icons of the musical recording world, especially. Yeah, and so so from, you've got a nice space here. Yeah, so this space so, here is just like every room, like my big fr- my front room is like upstairs here has nice hardwood floors and it's filled with sunlight and it's a good size room and then I have a tighter middle room and so like right there immediately I'm able to get two very different sounds just between these two rooms. And then downstairs, there's, like, four different spaces. There's, like, a large garage that has, like, big, like, vinyl floor, and it's very cavernous, and I'm sticking a bunch of, like, old pianos in there and just making a very, like, echo live wire, live wire. (laughs) That room is, like just like tiptoe through there and the whole room just starts singing to you it's beautiful That's awesome and then you go to the middle space where we have the kitchen and the chill i don't know I call it like chill core i mean that little spot there and the, that's like probably one of the coldest spots in the whole house mm-hmm. and again like it's got like hard tile throughout that whole space yeah which gives a very different sound and feel to it and then i have like a back room that again has another different type of tile in it and it has a very great another different echo type of chamber depending on how i have it set up and whatnot and and they have like two different bathrooms that both have like these really great sounds to them and so just you know a back patio and front patio everything has very unique sounds to the spaces so as a music producer and engineer there's just all these different things that you can go to yeah to just you know know, just sit there and hang out like not doing too much like perfect way to just like dive right into a tune and speaking of which you have this band that uh plays here during the day sometimes called fell yeah let's give a listen to those guys oh they're great enjoy
Mostly improvisational number by Fell. Yeah. And uh, it was dope, right, everybody? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Charlie on the music show, uh, WRBH, New Orleans. 
88.3 FM. 88.3 WRBH, New Orleans. And I'm here. With and I'm here. S- Steven Richardson. <laughs> I'm here with Charlie. Smith. Smith. Yeah. We're both here with a drum set and three or four bass guitars and a couple of regular regular guitar and a bunch of synthesizers. Uh, you have quite a, an assortment of instruments. I really admire that in a man. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> and it's very satisfying <laughs> to see. Um, what are the future plans for this uh, project in your life and everything like that? Well, I want to get people in here making records and finish a bunch of records that I've been working on and really like bringing people into this space and giving them beautiful canvases to uh, spread out upon and you know further their own inspirations right on how can people get in touch with you well there's multiple ways you can get a hold of me through my website at mobilerecordingla.com that's a great spot you can check out all kinds of different live videos and a few location shoots that I've done and you can really dive into crazy lists of folks that I've got to work with over the years. Uh, All right, so that's your website. Are there any other ways to get in touch with you? I have a number here is 504-321-1317. That's 504-321-1317? Yeah, you're right. Well, that's pretty easy. You're down here uh, in the Bywater. Yeah, we're here located in the Bywater, uh, which is a great neighborhood. There's filled with lots of different restaurants to eat around here, lots of different great little local bars, and some of my favorite venues ever here in New Orleans. Like, you're just... We're right next to the music box, of course, which is just this amazing interactive art space. Performance art installation art space. Yeah, uh, musical architecture. Yeah. Uh, Architecture that sings. Absolutely. It's just, it's like one of those things you you pinch yourself when you walk in, you're like, Ah, I just I love this place, and I lo- I love everybody here. Yeah. Every day, every time I pull up to the place, I just couldn't be happier and more in love with the place. And yeah. That, everyone I get to work me with. Want to go there all the time. Ah, it's it the is best. beautiful. Um. So yeah, they could see you at the Music Box Village sometimes, right? Yeah. And, pretty uh, much any time if there's a show going on at the Music Box Village, you can. See me up in the sound booth or out in the middle of the room <laughs> playing Sometimes around on an iPad. Jumping up in front of the trumpet uh, the trumpet taps. Yeah, after like seven years of doing sound for and recording and broadcasting and filming the music box, this past week I had the absolute immense pleasure of joining an ensemble for their show and having just the best of times with them. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. 
Oh, man. And yeah, I definitely uh, just spent as much time as I could of that show just running around and opening up houses in fun ways. Like really Full disclosure to the audience, I, I was on the stage with him if, to the extent there is a stage. When we get the uh, stuff mastered from the recording of the performance, we'll definitely uh, devote an episode oh, that's to gonna be bringing a that to one. the audience. That'll be good. Waiting on you whenever you get the time to master it down. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, get right on it. <laughs> All right, well, um, you know, Steve, this has been really fun. Thank you for having me at your amazing studio. Thank you, buddy. It's been a quite a good